now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. supporter you just like I'm gonna go let me go ahead and just like her posts and share it and you know let me subscribe and all this kind of stuff y'all forgive me if I don't have much voice usually it takes going live for me to figure out what kind of voice I have I have a glass of water here I'm gonna wet my lips uh and that means that I have not made sufficient lemonade to carry me through the weekend in fact I did not make any lemonade this week I um been out, been busy, and uh, lots of things, lots of things going on, and I see the weather's not as copacetic as everybody wanted it to be, but I'm getting ready to, uh, as soon as I finish this, I'm going to jump on the desktop for a little bit and try to see if I can upload. Again, I'm going to try to do it from my phone, but if I have to go to the desktop, I am trying to mentally prepare myself for that experience, going back in time, but it is it is what it is for what I am, what I do want to try to accomplish today. Okay, because all I can do is process today. Um, so what I wanted to talk about something I thought about and I tried to meditate a little bit. Um, but I did I did share a meme. I did have some thoughts and uh something that has just been kind of resonating with me and and I have to continue to remind myself, but well, who am I? Um, dryer buzz. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's literally it. Uh, I have been dryer buzz for 18 years. That means that I have been continuously, consistently coming to all matters of the internet and providing great and amazing content. It's called content now. Started out um, as an online magazine. Started out, started out for the online magazine part. Came. I was doing pirate radio and internet radio, and even before that, I was uh, on social media. Um, AOL, Black Planet, and all those. I used to moderate chat rooms. So I've always, always facilitated conversations. You know how you go through life trying to figure out what's your thing? What you, what do you do? I've always facilitated dialogue and conversations and, and pulled stories out, you know, the story out of people like, what's going on? What's the backstory? What's really happening here? And, uh, and, and consistently, and as much as I have tried to walk away from it, not do it, give up, quit, Throw in the towel, uh, it always seems to resonate with me and come back to me in some form or fashion. Today, it's called podcasting, you know, and I remember back in the day, people used to be awesome and wild and amazed at how much audio I used to put online. You know, I would go to the press conferences and different things like that. And, you know, and then a soundbite would appear here on the radio, the news and so forth. And then people would 
go to search engines looking for, and they're like, whoa, here's the whole thing. Nothing taken out of context, not just a, not just a little piece to manipulate emotion, but here's the whole thing. Here's what was actually said. Here's what was actually done. Wait, this is all facts over here. It's not necessarily about my manipulating my emotions. It's really about, hey, this is what they entirely said. This is what needs to entirely get done. Cause that's that's just who I am. Like I'm like, stop feeding me bites, bits and pieces of it. You know, I can take the whole thing. No, I really can't because knowing the whole story does does something a little. You you need to get a little bit sometimes. Just move on or wait. As I, I love to say, wait three days. Like there's some headlines coming out over the weekend, and I'm like, let's just. I mean, I'm, I'm I I don't know about anybody else. I need to wait three days and see how this thing plays out because. Um, the immediate sources seems like they just simply want to manipulate. And this is something that is horrible that has happened to yet again, another family. And I want to make sure that one, they have time uh, to process all this before we add all of our triggers to it, because they're the ones that's going to have to deal with it and see it through uh, and make sure that justice is served. And um, that this is just not another hyper escalated situation. And I keep telling you, if where there's one, there there's many, you know, and so um, saddened to see that 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 happens. And you know what? And if this was yet again another ill-equipped, ill-trained person, or another person disguising himself as those who protect us, um, and just act, you know, those are the things that you have to throw out in the beginning if you don't wait and figure out what went on, you know. And uh, now you got a traumatized, you know, I don't, in fact, I don't know all the facts in the case because I'm trying, I'm trying so hard not to. I went ahead and shared it because people feel like if I don't share it, if I don't say something about it, there's no validity to it. And, and there's, it's a valid thing that has happened again, but I will share it and say to you, let's, let's try and get a little bit more information on it. Um, simply because we have found out that. Things that come to us instantly, urgently, oftentimes leave out certain things. And we oftentimes gravitate to things because it supports a theory or belief or position that we have. Like naturally, I would support, I would share it and say, hey, here's another incident that we've been talking about. Well, I don't want there to be any more of these incidents. I really don't. So, you know, and I know what it does to me when I continuously see them. It makes me afraid of engaging even in our own home you know like you got to sit in your house and listen I remember a time such as those you know and I I I, I for one had hoped we had gotten beyond that and I, I mean I remember such a time as people having to be afraid in their own homes the knock that would have come at the door the bullets that would have come through the window you know we, we don't want to go back to that and I know there are those that are out there trying to turn the clock back and, and they're, they're, but they're so few y'all and they're trying to intimidate everybody. Right. And the way to do that is to use mass media. Hell, we know that from the cartoon pinky in the brain, you know, we know that that is the way that's why it is. That's why it exists. That's why local news exists, newspapers and all those things. Um, go and look, if you have a source out there from which you get your information, even dryer bus, go and look and make sure you're in the demographic. Cause if you're not even in the demographic, then, um, then it's not there to inform you. Same thing. Like we're looking at the Russians and trying to take over the, take over the election. The, the, 
the most diabolical plot and planning went on. And the funny part about it is everybody that got caught up in it was not even their initial target because they, they knew who to target. They, in fact, they tried to target black women. But can I just tell y'all, you can't not, you can't target black women for anything. And I, I know it looked like, you know, it's just, we, we just going to save ourselves. And we were like, no, we're not going to, y'all not going to, no, we're not, we're not lining up with these people. We're not. Same thing happened with uh, the Tea Party doing Bush. During the early days of Twitter, uh, the Tea Party birthed itself through us, you know, being able to connect. And it's like, and, and everybody was rolling because everybody was upset with their taxes and the economy and the financial system and their jobs and losing their homes and houses and jobs and all this kind of stuff. Everybody was about ready to roll up to a Tea Party. And people rolled up and like, who the hell are these for? What's going on here? This is, no, we don't, we're not going out, we're not going up there with crazy, right? And so we're like, look, y'all can have that. Y'all can have it. We'll take Bush out another way. We'll, we'll elect. We'll go find us a candidate because that right there, no thank you. No thank you. We're like, no. I'm, and, I, and I mean literally. I mean, because, I, I, listen, I, I was voted one of the top black women on Twitter. So you better know. And, I, and you can go find a tweet. One thing about tweets, they still there. And uh, I was one of the first tweeting about, man, we should do a tea party. And I meant, like, let's go pour some shit in the water, you know. And then we go to roll up to the Capitol. And I mean, literally, I'm talking about literally me sitting on that bridge at MLK, getting ready to cross over to the Capitol. Like, wait a minute, where did they come from? Who are these people? We're like, no, you're not going to catch a sister out there with them. And we literally made a right turn because, you know, it's a one way right there underground and went on about our business like they can have it. And then um, McCain and Palin hijacked it. And, and, but it started online. It literally started online. The groundswell started online, started on social media, started on Twitter, started in chat rooms and this, that, and the other. And it was supposed to be a holy. That's why some black folks still got caught up in it. You know, but one thing about it, it was a, it was a well organized thing, and I haven't seen anything like that. Democrats don't come up. Democrats don't follow through like that. I mean, the people went on and started, you know, at the Tea Party. They started their packs and all this kind of stuff, legitimized um, the organizations and so forth. Democrats, they just want black people to roll up and give them they vote. You know, we need your five dollars in your vote. I'm like. They're exhausting. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. But listen, as long as you, and if you're looking at the title of this, Wake Up Hungry, as long as you wake up hungry, you will always seek. I got my my food here. Yeah, it's in, a, it's in plastic. Because I, uh, <laughs> it's leftovers. Here comes the dog. It's leftovers. And uh, I'm drinking some water because I don't have lemonade. But let's figure out. I, I want to talk about Wake Up Hungry. Y'all, yesterday, let me tell y'all. It's uh, it's there's several there's so many things going on again in Atlanta over the weekend, and I was kept driving having to drive down this one street, and uh, shout out to what is it Joe's on Juniper you know Pride weekend is going on, so the whole Piedmont Midtown you know is just lit. In fact, they should be finishing up or well into the midst of the parade. Piedmont Park is full, and then on the other side, you got a music festival uh, and all these things. What I love about events in Atlanta, they don't collide. You know, everybody has their territory or their area, neighborhoods, and so forth and so on. And if you just go two streets over, you're good. Like you like they, there's a party over there, you know. But if I want some 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 tranquility. A nice, quiet, serene. 
two streets over. That's Atlanta, y'all. I promise. Even in traffic. Like, people sitting on the highway. I'm like, why are you sitting on the highway when two streets over there's like nobody? Get off the exit. I, I'm that person. I try my best never to drive from the Grady Curve to the, the connector, whatever they call that part, right? I don't even, I get off. And I ain't going to tell y'all where and I ain't going to tell y'all how. But you're just going to never find me sitting there, right? Unless, you know, I'm like really like just, I'm trying to blog or I'm trying to tweet or uh, I'm just don't, I'm like, I don't even feel like fighting. I don't feel like the strategic, but it's it's such a habit for me once I hit downtown to take my little prescribed exit and go on around. There's three streets, like three streets, two of them are one ways. And there's nobody there because everybody's sitting on the highway. Because people love, what what did I used to call them? I used to have a word for them. But they just love, um, I forget, I forget what was the word. But they just love that trauma, traffic trauma. And I'm known for saying traffic is for transplants, people who don't know that there are alternatives and so forth. But I want to talk about wake up hungry. And the dog has been taken out so he can stop panting all over the podcast. Um, But I want to talk about wake up hungry. I woke up hungry because I, I kept driving through town and all I could smell last night was wings. So, you know, wings were on deck. I mean, I rode down Juniper and I kept trying to figure out, like, where is it coming from? I mean, it just smelled like the best wings, you know, wet lemon pepper. Okay. I had a, I had a little six pack of uh, lemon pepper, but it was dry. I had, uh, but I did the mild with the lemon pepper sprinkles, right? And, and dang it, I didn't get but like the little six to go with my sandwich. And I'm like, I can't, y'all, when I tell y'all, I can't wait for them to open. I can't wait for them to open because I've been trying to find a wing place. And wings, I'm like, you get a, you get a taste for them. This probably should have been a food podcast. But you know how you get a taste for them and then you like overindulge and you don't want to see another. But they had the perfect size. They were the perfect size. Um, shout out to, I think it was like WNB. I hate that name. Because I'm like, why why y'all got to have the end? Why y'all to just do W and B, right? I know that somebody probably already had it. Y'all trying to, like, ride somebody's brand or whatever. But uh, I love the fact that they, they're not the fastest, but they, they do, they keep a nice, clean spot. Uh, it's better than going to um, the wing stop. And I'm, I'm going to have to say that name because I've never been so offended in my life and in going into, uh, that's, they challenge all of my sensibilities. I have, I have did a review. I posted, it gets no better uh, than going up in that place. And I'm like, and I, I'm like, I can't, I cannot, I just cannot. And even like they have this thing where you order online, that you're going to run in and get your food order online. You still going to go in there and sit an hour. It's like no sense of urgency. And then you sit there looking at like, I, I hate establishments where your flow is so bad. Yet I'm looking at 10, 15 people. You know, like, why am I looking? And y'all got time to talk about everything, all everything inappropriate for an over-the-counter situation, open kitchen situation. I've never been so humiliated in all of my life than a wing stop. It's like, it's insane. Uh, and I feel bad because these are young people Y'all would not be able to go get a job anywhere else because I'm just saying nobody's gonna hire that and and I and, and stay there work there for life. May I don't know if that's a training they tell y'all to come up in here and be all hard, drop the n word to f bombs and all that kind of stuff. 
I don't know if that's a wing. Maybe that's a culture. Maybe that's the culture of the place, but this should have been a food podcast. But dang it. Uh-uh. I like the hello. And, and they got a hello. They shout you out when you come in. But damn, they don't stop shouting. Like, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. But anyway, but this other place, man, that wing was, those wings were like, oh my God. I can't wait for them to open up. I, I hope they open on Sundays because I really want not a six pack. And then, you know, like I really should just go back and get another six pack. But, you know, because the, because of the scarcity that I've had to experience not having enough at that point, I'm probably going to buy too many. And then I'm going to have leftover and I'm try to go eat the leftover. And I'm be like, oh, you can't eat these the next day. And then I'm like, mm. so tell me how many how many is the perfect size? When is it six or is it ten? Like, should I get the six and then go with the wanting more? Or should I get the 10? I'm like, oh, I ate too much. Like, how do you, how do you, I know, right? This is like how to get out of bed. And I left the, I left the other device in there so I can't get the comments. Ah, I do, I have a charger here. Let me turn this device on. I know, right? Because I got to check. I need, I'm serious. Like, I'm serious. Like, let me know. Because that's something I don't indulge in often. Hold on. I got to plug this up so I can check the comments. Because I know we, 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 (laughs) hold on. I'm trying to plug it up in a place I can't see the plug, but oh, oh, there we go. Okay. All right. You like, y'all, this is a podcast from hell. It is because it's a how to get out of bed. I had to get out of bed to do that. I'm getting back in the bed, getting back up under the cover. It's a rainy fall morning. Finally, finally, we get some t- drop in the temperature. Oh my God. It was so awesome yesterday um, driving around the city. I could, we had the windows down and uh and just taking in the sights and the sounds of everything going on. But tell me though, what what, what do you get do you, and, and then too we need wings for the game. Oh Lord Jesus. What time are they playing? Are they playing at one? They need to play at eight o'clock. I don't know what time did they win? That's what time they need to play. What time was the one one victory the Falcons have had this season? What time of game was that? I think they that was the eight o'clock game when they put them out there in prime time. Or no, did lose in practice. I can't remember. But anyway, they played today. Uh, and this is pretty much going to be a deal breaker. This game, I think, is going to be a deal breaker. It's almost like even if they win, even if they get out there and have a blowout game, um, what does that say? Does that, does that say they woke up hungry? Or did the Falcons wake up hungry today? They over there trying to figure out the wings like I'm trying to figure out. If they go out there and have a blowout game today, you know what everybody's going to say? Oh, they played a sorry team. And I don't know. I can't even remember who they're playing today. They're in Arizona. Ooh, that's another one. The Braves, like, just lost. Not the Arizona, but Cardinals kind of thing. That same thing. I'm telling y'all, we got some stuff going on in this city. People are going back and digging up old curses. I'm like, why haven't y'all gone to the, the lady yet to, to fix this thing? I mean, she should be somewhere living. I, I thought they'd paid her off. I thought, not even paid her off. I thought they'd gone to her and atoned to everything. Because, I mean, they went to the Super Bowl. So, shouldn't they have, wouldn't that have lit? Didn't they go and do everything then to lift the curses? The question is, how do we get back here? You know what? Let me think. First of all, that AMB drive. That that don't sit too well. It's like it's like A and B drive. And I understand it's your stadium. You know, you convinced the city that I understand you, but you don't reroute MLK to take the end of it and then make that end. Okay, I don't know. It's just so much that they be doing over there. I really want y'all. I think okay. I did a poll 
as to what they need. Do they need where where are these changes necessary? A lot of people are saying, and they came into this season um talking about that they said two things. They said, and then by they I mean all these sports pundits that I'm now following. You know, I listen to sports radio like all day unless somebody get around me want to hear some music or because my uh I mean that's just what I love listening to. So uh, two things came into the season. One was said that Matt Ryan would spend the entire season running for his life. Two, that the Falcons could not save Dan Quinn's job. And those are two things that I really did not want to hear. Now, you know, I said I would stay on the Falcons bandwagon. Usually I'm on, you know, for a good game here, there, and, you know, but I said, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay on and keep an eye on this thing all season. Otherwise, you know, I would have gone on to a couple of other teams right now. Or the fact is, I just like football. So I'm like, who won last week? I mean, I just want to see a good game. I love good testosterone and a good game. So I never really chose a team. Uh, I never really was into college ball or whatever, the, all the feeder stuff into this NFL. NFL attracted me simply because as a blogger, you know, you follow the controversies and try to figure out what's going on. And the NFL over the years have suffered so many different controversies when they had the year of, of where everybody was doing all the domestic violence. And then you first, before that, you had all the players just getting arrested for any and everything. That's why uh, a lot of people look at the Cowboys. And the Cowboys had a year where like they were just all going down, but then that's Texas. So, but it was just all these different things that every year the NFL seemed to be like they were coming and having to undo something in order to move forward. And then, of course, came the whole uh, take a knee and then the Trump thing and all of that. So naturally, you would talk about those things. Man, this should have been a buzz of the bastion. But I'm like, still, anyway, it's how to get out of bed. Should we make it a buzz of the bastion? I mean, that ain't never the flip of a switch. That's nothing but a flip of a switch like bam. Because how to get out of bed. I'm going to go back and talk about it. But let me, let me, let's do a little bit of a part two here. Let me see where we're going with it. Let's go. Come on, girl. Come on in here. Come on in here. Let me take this off. Hold on. Hold on. There we go. And I'm only doing that for those of you that are live because you need a visual. And you're like, wait, I was thought she was going to talk about the anxiety and the depression and how to get out of bed. She's talking about football. Because you know who's experiencing a lot of anxiety and depression right now? The Falcons. Uh, and I love, let me tell you, there's a guy here in Atlanta who does sports radio in, in the morning. Oh, I did a talk. Uh-oh, let me stop. A morning show. Uh, name's Big Hugh. They call him Big Hugh. He used to play apparently for a couple teams, I guess, but most notably the Falcons, the, the home of the Falcons, hired a uh, former Eagle. And so he's on there. But I love, he, he gives a perspective as a player. Him, there's another couple of guys that come through that used to play the ball, right? I mean, used to play ball, whatever. I would say it, right? So he was explaining what it is to be on a team when a team has suffered such a loss and has such a reputation for losing and what that's like to having to go about the city. One thing the Falcons did is, that they didn't do before is after they had that real horrible loss, they then went out into the community. They spent the week going to all these. They went to the food bank. They went to a corp, some company uh, was selected for them to go for Matt Ryan to go hang out at some company and a couple of play with a couple of players. And, um, and then they went to the food bank and they packed all these meals and then they went to a school, right? And see back in the day in Atlanta, uh, you, the only way you could really get a lot of lo- the loyalty that you seek business on, hear me when I say this, 
the loyalty came comes when people see you in their face. They they see you. They can they can imagine you in two, three, four D. You know they you you got to be in their face. You got to meet people. And we hadn't seen that from the sports teams. Like I went to the Hawks game. I'm like, who are these babies? I don't know these people. You know who are they? Um, because you don't see them out. You don't see them engage with the city as as much and and now especially with these fantasy leagues it's hard to develop a loyalty when you got people who they got a player over here and a player over there and a player over there you know and they just keep it tabs with that and they're not necessarily and even though Atlanta and, and all these teams have their diehard fans everybody got a whole closet a wardrobe full of paraphernalia that they wear and all that kind of stuff apparel not paraphernalia apparel that they wear to these games and they're the fanaticism is there but at the same time, the loyalty, it hits differently when you're all over the place. So the Falcons, after that horrible loss, decided they need to go out. Ooh, inside edition, got a chicken sandwich on there. Oh, pregnant women across the country flocking to the restaurant in Minnesota for the burger they hope will induce labor. Somebody done made a burger that'll induce labor. Lord, we're going to make that burger. Uh, but let me go over here to, let me go check some of these comments for those of you that are on the Dryer Buzz page, we're getting ready to go live with you there. And we're already live over there. But let me just check and make sure uh, because our notifications have been hitting. And yesterday we had such a great time. So let me just check that. In fact, let me uh, get a couple. Let me hit. Uh-oh. Ooh, look at that. She got the sound all up. All right, let me hit the share button on that. Let me see if I can do this. Oh, we can go ahead. Let's do a watch party over there. Let's do it. Let's go ahead and do a watch party. Y'all, and let me tell you, if you do a watch party, make sure you tag us in the description uh, so that people will know to go and catch the original because I won't be able to see their comments. All right. But okay. So anyway, let me go back. So they decided that in between the, the loss before they got before they hit the road, that they would go and, and become get personal. And so they went and did all these different things. Honey, here's my thing about, I I love give back. I love give back. I love give back. Um, but y'all know I have a difference of opinion when it comes to doing things for the underprivileged, disadvantaged, and so forth. Uh, I don't need to know that a millionaire packed my homeless meal. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm looking, I'm like, did you put like a couple dollars in there? And I know that's that's not how to look at it. Like, because I'm pretty sure they wrote a check to the organization that's able to provide the meal. But there's something, like, so not right about that. Like, that's, that, that, that should, that's not your give back. That's not your give back because the meal, the person that's having that meal, it's like sometimes the, the thing that put them in that situation of having to go to the food bank or this, that, and the other, it's like there's, there's some displacement there. You know, it's. I'm like, man, I, I, and I say that only because I blogged about this for so long, y'all. And I remember the going out, uh, I remember covering some celebrities and this celebrity was telling this story about how, oh man, you know, we went to the poor and this guy was saying, you know, that, um, you know, he was a truck driver and he didn't have the money to renew his license. And so therefore he couldn't drive and, and I'm like, okay, well, did you give him the money? Like, it was like, it was like $20, you know, it was like literally. And, and I'm like, and he, this person 
went from place to place to place telling this story over and over and even said that he encountered the man twice. And I didn't understand. I'm like, okay. And did you give, did you give the man like $20? You know, I'm like, you, you took his story. You went and wrote a whole ass book. You know, I, I don't understand. You ran into the man twice. Like, wait, God was like, okay, you didn't get it that time. I'm going to send you back. I'm going to send you back to the man. And you still didn't get a man $20. I'm like, and you'd be surprised the balance in which now we're going to switch back from, uh, we're going to switch back to how to get out of bed. The man was trying to tell you, I'll do it like we'll do it half and half. The man was trying to tell you he couldn't get out of bed because he couldn't go drive his truck. He couldn't take it, couldn't, couldn't get, couldn't renew his license. Trying to get up to $20 because they just so in debt. Just not even, this ain't even like debt. This is like poor, what poor is, right? And there are people like, man, you ain't got, you can't come up with $20. Yeah, I can just go ahead and knock you in your head and take $20. You know, but I'm like trying to do it legit. People who are always trying to do stuff legit and the right way have problems. And I'm not saying do unlegit, illegit stuff, illegitimate stuff. I'm just saying, but these are some of the, the problems that people have are so minuscule to others. So to know that you took these people who they themselves didn't want to show up to work unless they got more money. These are you going you going to go over there and pack some meals with people who got no money. Okay? You yourselves didn't even want to go practice, didn't want to go play, didn't put want to put on the uniform, do it over there to me he going what the hell man. He ain't even playing no more. He still got money. Still about to get pinching pinching on pinching on pinching. Okay, I'm just saying, you know, like, ain't got to play. Like, I ain't hold out. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, Cap, Cap, Kaepernick. I don't know what I was going to call him. Kaepernick, right? Kaepernick agent still over there pitching, trying to get him on. Like, everybody's like, I'm, I'm standing for Kaepernick. Kaepernick agent sent facts in. Like, I said facts in like Jerry Maguire. Kaepernick over there. Kaepernick's agent is, is running up in all these people. Everybody got, everybody losing right now. He is pitching Kaepernick. Don't think he ain't seen, probably don't say Dan Quinn a quote. Like, dude, can we get a workout? Trying to get Kaepernick a workout. Did y'all like realize that? I mean, he was venting this week. He trying to get Kaepernick a workout. Everybody thinking Kaepernick just holding out. No, Kaepernick trying to play. It's like, it's like you trying to stand with Kaepernick. Kaepernick trying to get back on that field. So, you know, you might want to go support a team and, and help them make some money so they can give Kaepernick a tryout. Kaepernick's trying to get a tryout. Did y'all, I'm like, I'm like, did anybody like know that? Like, I understand he looked like black Jesus, but he's trying to get back on the field. So I'm like, these people are waking up hungry. The question is, are we waking up hungry? Because we are part of all that they are trying to do. And nobody's trying to play football to an empty stadium. Well, I don't even think they mind playing to an empty stadium because the Falcons going to be playing to an empty stadium. When they get home, they lose the day. If they lose the day, they're talking about nobody going to be in that stadium. People out there trying to sell their season tickets. People out there trying to buy tickets. People out there, I mean, it's like some of everything going on right now. It's like they are so, let me tell you, they are so happy to have two games away they weren't even trying to come back to Atlanta. They were like, we're going we're gonna to hang out in Arizona. They don't went to see the I'm like, why would you take, first of all, why would you take them to see the Joker? Joker is a mental health movie of a guy who goes to drastic measures 
because people don't like him. I, and I'm just giving y'all, I'm, I hadn't even seen the movie. I'm not doing no spoilers. I'm like, that's just the premise of a villain story. You know, the villain, villain, somebody, somebody wronged the villain to a point where he like, he finna go exact some revenge. All villains do that. Villains were all good people at one point and, you know, something didn't go right and they like hella mad and now they exacting some type of revenge, you know. That's probably why the Falcons ain't moved. The universe is upset at it at something that they've done again. Uh, probably the naming of AIB Street Road Avenue Boulevard. I don't know what the hell Arthur Blake calling it, but at some point you riding down Martin Luther King and it's like you go any further into the stadium, it becomes AIB Drive. And I'm like, mm, okay, whatever. It was like 10 other streets over there could be renamed, you know, like reroute, take Martin Luther King that way. <laughs> Arthur Blank gonna get tired of y'all calling out his him trying to live his best life. I mean, the man's wife left him. Didn't he, and he in the middle of a divorce? He bought a yacht trying to make some friends. <laughs> well, leave that man alone. I do not know him, y'all. I have never in my life met nor blogged about Arthur Blank. I, I'm not even a sports writer, although it seems like I know a lot. Let me tell you, you learn, you learn so much in failure. And I tell you, we did a, we did a podcast on that. Um, don't sleep on failure. You learn so much at this point, because so much is being discussed about what it is they can do to turn this failure around. This is a place, this is where you look to learn. This is where you look to learn because not to be, so that you don't look like a hip, a hypocrite and let hypocrisy through, you realize, wait, I've done that too. I've, I've not reached full potential. I've not scored my best game. I've not done this. I've not worked together, not had the best collaborations, you know, couldn't get the team in sync, all those things. So you look to this failure to take, take away from it. So when they do fix it, you're not still making the same mistakes. You're like, oh, man, they fixed that weight. Look, they did this. They did that. So I'm watching this. And like I was saying, Hugh, listening to this guy on the sports show, is I like how he explained. And I don't think I finished that. I went off into something else. People who listen to me know how to put these puzzle pieces together the way my mind works. Um, but he talked about being on a team that was losing and what it's like to move about your town and, and come back home and play the home games when you just can't seem to get a win. But the thing that we don't seem to get out of this is what's not working. Is it the play calling? Cause they throw out so many things. Is it the plays? Are they not? They did the penalties. They had to bring the referees to uh, the get they had to bring the referees to practice. Who is at that point? Like, that's got not even the babies at the Little League got that. I'm like, y'all had to bring, they had to bring a full staff of referees to referee practice so that they can get the penalties checked and stop making the penalties because then they were trying to say, okay, the penalties are too high. That's costing us the game. Right. Well, see, the biggest thing that's costing the game is when the offense run off the field and the defense run on the field and they don't run on the field with the intent to keep the um, variance between <laughs> the scores. Right. Like 
You know, I just picture Matt Ryan, you know, running off that field at 28 to 3 and watching that defense run out there and just give up all kind of yards, like, and points and victories and Super Bowls. And then on top of that, you come back not one, not two. What is this, the third season from there? This is the second or the third. This is like the third, maybe the fourth season. Like, you let that continuously happen. What's going on when the defense is running out there? What are they they're like? Do they, is they cussing the offense? I'm finna go. We finna go f y'all up. Like, what's going? Are y'all on the same team? Are they on the same? Are they on the same buses? Bring them off the plane. Bring like like that movie, that movie, that baseball movie. Park the plane. Put these jokes. These jokes need to spend hours on the bus together, right? On one bus, not ten, not three people and and all they bling and luggage and 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 posse. No, we need put all of them. We got 53 players and 47 passengers in the bus. They need to double up. <laughs> they need to ride together, okay? Two in the seat, you know? Y'all, join them. Join these. Put them in, in fact, put them in the same pads. I get hit, you get hit. See how this feels, right? Complain about all this stuff. I'm like, uh-uh. Y'all don't need no umpteen. But have y'all ever seen them roll through the city? No, y'all ain't. I've only seen I've only seen the uh, away team roll through the city, but I'm thinking that the Falcons rolling in the same way. Yeah, it's, it's stop stop driving up by yourself. Meet y'all behind of that flower bench. Come down on the bus. Fix this. Y'all don't need to be Matt. Don't need to be stopping off at the Starbucks getting no coffee. Like, dude, why? Who? Why is you in the drive-through at Starbucks getting the coffee or using the app? Whatever you do, how you ain't had time to do that. You should have been on the phone with whomever. I mean, like. Y'all rolling up like one by one, like this, 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 what y'all do? Uh-uh, I need them jokers on the same bus, one, one bus, sitting together, trying to figure out, hey, listen, y'all, we all on the same team. We get out here, we got to play together. Offense, y'all going to have to uh, do your thing. Defense, y'all going to have to keep that, keep that distance. We're going to go out there and get the spread. Can we keep the spread? Like, uh-uh, all of them. Get them, come, break them, you need it's time to break them down. It's time to break us down. It's time for us to work. Like all that strategy I just said, I just thought about, wait, are you doing that? We had to do that. We had to do it up here in my household. We had to like, listen, we on the same team. What, what, what's going on here? And in fact, my daughter and I uh, had a powwow this week. It's like, okay, everybody, like everybody has a transition. We have to make all at the same time. She, her words, not mine. I was like, stop changing, please. I can't take no more change. It's too much. This is me. I'm like balled up fetal position. Like it's too much change all at once. Let me tell y'all, y'all think this emptiness. And the thing about it is the means of people that have gone through it. Thanks to those of you who have blogged about it, written about it, done a vlog, a video, a podcast, (laughs) written all kind of antidotes. Prescribed all kind of medicine. Did y'all know it takes medicine? I'm like, and I'm like trying not to take the pill. Like, take the pill, take the pill. I'm like, I don't want to take the pill. I don't want to take the pill. I may have to move to Vegas. Where, where do I move? I, I need to move somewhere where they got gummies. Because, I mean, like, if Atlanta don't hurry up and get some good good gummies up in here. And don't, don't give me nothing now because it ain't legal. I'm just saying, where do I need to relocate where I can participate? And see, the oil, that ain't going to do it. I need... I, I'm like, I, I, need, I'm, I need to go out there with Mike Tyson. Let me go over and tweet Mike Tyson. Because, you know, Mike Tyson used to tweet for back in the day. But now it's like, let me go tweet Mike and, and figure out, can I come work on the farm? Because I'm like, dang, because 
Y'all don't understand this whole emptiness thing. It is such a drastic change in your life. And and this is why we do how to how to get out of bed podcast. Because sometimes I can't get out of bed. I mean, this week uh, I have got so much transitioning, so much transition happening uh, uh, this week. My girl, my podcast, my girlfriend on the um, Leading Women podcast sent me a link. She was like, "Hey, pitch for this. Um, submit what what because the speaker thing. Uh, there, there's a conference coming up, and I'm like, oh my god, I I hadn't done a conference and I." And, and as much as I can look at what you're doing and tell you, oh, you need to call it this, you need to do that. When somebody asks me for a bio, because, you know, I have always been kind of behind the scenes at Dryer Buzz. So when somebody says, I need your bio, no, we want you. Not somebody say, hey, do you know a person can do this? And I'm like, I, I have all kind of referrals and recommendations. It's like, um, no, we want you. I remember when I had the opportunity to do radio, I went in to pitch somebody else. I'm like, you should, you should do this with this person. It was like, well, what about you? And I was like, oh, wait, you know, and I probably should have said no, <laughs> but I was like, okay, because these waves are going to come and you wake up home. Like I woke up really wanting those wings. I'm like, even in my dream, I'm like, I was dreaming. I was ordering those wings. So I woke up, you know how you wake up and you take that, First deep breath. And I just knew I was going to smell wings. I'm like, I just knew I bought wings. Y'all, I got a healthy ass tuna and spinach, right? That don't even sound right. That's what I have right here. That's what I'm going to have for lunch before I head out. Tuna and spinach. Right. Dead air. Absolutely. Dead air. Not wings. Not wet lemon pepper. Not mild with lemon pepper sprinkles. Not. No. Tuna. Tuna and spinach. That's what I'm. It's a tuna and spinach sandwich at that. That's what I'm going to eat. I'm going to enjoy it because I like when my sandwich get nice and soggy, you know, when you wake up hungry. I'm like, anyway, and I'm drinking water. No, not even lemon. Doesn't even have an ounce of lemon. It's actually clear. It's actually pretty good, though. Probably because I'm I'm hella thirsty and I've been protesting, like, you got to drink something. But we're talking about wake up hungry. I hope everybody gets a chance to wake up hungry. Where are we on time on this thing? We have 42. We're going to rock it on out of here at the 45. Um, thank you for those of you that listen. Let's take a few minutes and tell you, though, um, this week we did put out some great content um, that you definitely want to check out. Yesterday's Buzz of the Bash went, went great. Um, it's Let me tell you, if you've got a couple of hours... You want to go check it out. I know it's a podcast, <laughs> but we covered three amazing topics yesterday. We talked about Judge Huggable uh, down there in Texas hugging uh, uh, convicted criminals um, and and fussing at, fussing at black. It's just funny when people do something so hypocritical and then they want to fuss at black people because like we, you, you know, we are the barometer, the temperature gauge. For everything, like not even like it ain't even like American no more. We are the barometer, the temperature gauge for like everything. Like, well, how do the blacks feel? And it's literally like, literally like that. I know it sounds weird as shit, right? But it is like, how did the blacks feel? Does this manipulate their emotions? They're like, black people ain't think about that. Oh well, then we we don't do that, right? Because it's got to be, it's got to get our attention some way, some shape, some form, somehow. Um, But anyway. What was I saying? So we talked about Judge Huggable. 
Um, we also, the, the Tyler Perry was the second topic. We talked about, uh, not just Tyler Perry Studios, but we talked about, you know, the makings of Tyler Perry, the beginnings of Tyler Perry to becoming studios with an S. Okay. And we talked about how, even in the face of those who considered his work, absolute buffoonery, how Hollywood refused to give him uh, X amount of screens. Can you imagine if the very first Tyler Perry movie, hell, if you, can you imagine if the last Tyler Perry movie had 4,000 screens as opposed to the 13, 1500 or whatever, however way they try to uh, disenfranchise him on the distribution. And even with a studio, even with the full-on studio, because you can go over to IMBD, you can look at some of these top actors and you can look at how many films are attached to them any given moment, any given year. And then you go like, wait, they did 10 films and only one came out? Because there's this thing about negotiating distribution and who gets to decide what ends up on the screens um, beyond, you know, the deals with Netflix and television. You know, they, there was a pattern that it, once the movie came out, all these other deals were in place. Okay, it's going to be on, on the at the movie theater for X amount of time. Then it'll go to the DVD or whatever, whatever's hot at the time, Blu-ray, VHS, any of that, right? Uh, shout out to y'all still out there buying the VHS. So they still out there, honey. And, and the Blu-ray and all these things. Let me tell you, do y'all know that? This is a DVD. We did this when we did the book club. We were, um, we'd go in into the bookstores and we'd pick a book. But I've noticed the DVD section was like, dang, the DVD section is, is still twice the size of the book section. But then it's like the DVD, there are DVDs out there of movies, like regular movies that you go and see. Like for people like myself who love all that extra content, like I need to know, I need to get into that director's mind and that actor's mind, um, definitely see what kind of technology they use. Well, all of those answers are on the DVDs or the Blu-rays and so forth. And there's a there's a version of that out there that if you want all all the like the special effects you want all the behind the scenes that DVD can cost you up to thirty dollars, right? So they're still making good money with this even though they're producing this thing outside of America and the country that they're sending this stuff to to get done is putting a movie out there like y'all y'all talking about this movie and I know many of y'all ain't been to the theater because you got that 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 jailbroken thing over there. That, that the place that they send in the movie to get edited and all that kind of stuff, they put the whole raw movie out there. And, you know, and then Hollywood's still expecting us to go spend money. But, and those who do, those who want legit and want certain sound and visual and all that kind of stuff still go to the movies. But I like to get that DVD. Um, I don't even like, I'm like, don't, on Netflix, I'm like, I still don't understand how come Netflix hasn't started adding some of this special feature stuff, not to give them any ideas, but, um, I just, I still want to get a, a, a DVD because I still want to, I want to watch the movie with the director telling me everything that they did. Like, oh, then this is what they do. They like, we thought about this shot and we decided to make it blue. We had to actually do this and we used this crane and we came in with this and we did a rigging of this, that, and the other. Well, that's what you hear when you watch it with, and usually they're sitting there with the editor because I'm a film festival. I love going to a, a film festival. Now, film festivals out there losing their minds right now 
because um, they they messing with your experience a little bit because you know they're trying to bring in the whole social media thing and you know and it's like it's it's like ugh, it's like some something's been something's been lost and everybody wants to go for the you know the popular whereas back in the day it wasn't about you you made the thing popular like you know like one of the reasons that I I don't get so excited about blogging anymore is because back in the day it's like you were creating the buzz, not just jumping on everything that was bu- already buzzworthy. You know, like if if I tell, if I interview somebody, like you know, hell, I interviewed Tyler Perry twelve years ago. You know, talking about brother, you got to do the, this. Is what has happened in order for you to mastermind in Hollywood, having that conversation. And I've often said it and been invited to things, and I'm like, I, I we've already had the best interview with him ever. You know, all I got to do is sit back and watch him breathe because all I got to do is sit back and watch him bring all this stuff to fruition. People ask him, like, you want to go to this? You want to go to that? No, because I've already got that exclusive. I did it 12 years ago. Had that had that kind of conversation. Go check it out. And we talked about future because when I interview you, I'm not I'm not talking. I know what you're doing today. Let's talk about what's going to go on in the future. And I remember at the end of not even at the end of the interview, I think at the end of the, the way I ended the interview, I asked him, well, where's the Tyler Perry store? Man, to this day, I wish I had said studio. I wish I had said studio, but I said, where's the Tyler Perry store? He goes, yeah, I know, right? And we laughed. And I mean, like we literally had, it was like a a laugh. And one of the things I love about all of these people is when they give us that good, when you make a person laugh, that's a hard thing to do because in order to laugh, you got to come away from your troubles. You got to come away from all that hurts you. You got to have just a moment. And in that, um, in that we were talking about one of there are a couple moments in there where we really get to hear him, him laugh. I remember one of the best interviews I've ever heard. It wasn't even like an interview. Michael Jackson called into Steve Harvey's show one time. And this was the first time ever that we got to experience Michael as Michael Jackson as a human being. He started laughing y'all. And I wish they would play these things more often, but he, Michael Jackson started laughing and this laugh came out of him that we never experienced. I mean, walls down, guard down, just dying. One of those, he, you could tell he was just floored, you know, at some stuff that Steve was saying. And Steve was just saying some stuff just kind of humbly. Because you could tell it humbled him that, whoa, this dude is calling me. This dude is, is wanted to get somebody has said something to him to make him call, want to get to know me. You know, because, I mean, Steve has always had a, a level of poshness to him. You know, he's been doing his thing for a while and done well with it, whether you like him or not. And I hate to have, I hate having to say that about a person because when you, when you, whether you like a person or not, it's so influenced by, because when I hear people say, well, they like somebody, they don't, don't like something. I always wonder, well, what's been your experience? What makes you not like, we're not going to talk about, I don't ever want to go to Wingstop ever again. I don't never want to I saw one yesterday down there on uh as bad as I wanted them wings and, and, and wasn't about to go up into, what was it? Joe's on Juniper. Cause you know, it was like pride and it was filled to the bread. It was burst it was bursting the seam at Joe's. And 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 I can hear the DJ say that the uh MC or the mistress of ceremony say, 
they're going to be out there tonight, too. They're going to be out there all night today, too, honey. They were like, come on back to Joe's. I'm like, because why not? They, they sit at a very busy intersection. And she was on the mic. And she was like talking about they was having a good time. And they were going to be right back up there Sunday night uh, because tomorrow is a holiday. And let me tell you, the gays, they got good government jobs. I'm just saying. And tomorrow is, I think somebody said tomorrow was a holiday, a government holiday. So, you know, Sunday night in Atlanta going to be off the chain for Pride Weekend. So, and she was saying they were going to be, and I'm like, dang, I want to go get some of them wings. But they they too packed. They too packed. I'm like, I wonder if they on like the DoorDash or something like that. You know, I don't know. But anyway, so me and that they had the whole, they had all of Juniper smelling like good wet lemon pepper. Because, you know, it was like wet, good wet lemon pepper up in there. I saw a wing stop down there at Punts and North Ave, I think, right? No, Piedmont and North Ave. And I'm like, I ain't going in there. I can even look I look through the window. I'm like, because, you know, all their stores look alike. I'm like, triggers, triggers. Nope, not going. Not going. And I forgot what I was going to say because, oh, what was I going to say? I was talking about Steve Harvey, Michael Jackson. Somebody bring me back. Bring me back because I done got off track. Oh, when you say you don't like something, I don't want to hear just that you don't like. I want to know, has that been your experience? Because especially like as an influencer, somebody's going to say, yeah, I've had that. People going to go on there and, and post, I, yep, that's been my experience. Well, they're not trying to fix it, so we can we can just deal with it, okay? We are obviously not their demographic, certainly not their customer, because they're they making enough money being who they are. I don't know. It ain't me, okay? I'm too old. I'm like, no, you're not going to be dropping all them N-words around me. Mm-mm. Not not back there in no open kitchen. At the same time, you're not giving me my name. If you was rushing me my wings, if you was rushing me my wings, I'd be like, oh, say what you want to say. But then, I can't get no food. I can't get my food. And I got to listen to you disrespect the world, the universe, and all my sensibilities. <laughs> no, uh-uh. So, but anyway, when you say something, like I, I just had to say, whether you like Steve Harvey or not, I hate to say that because when you say you don't like it, I'm going to say, well, what has been your experience? And yes, we should validate the experience of others. Yeah, you should validate that I don't want to go in that particular store. But at the same time, try it yourself. Have your own experience, especially if you're going to make decisions. Now, I know as an influencer, if, you know, well, she's gone and I have gone back, back to back to back to back to try it. And I'm like, oh, no, it don't work. It's, it's, this is a consistent thing. This is a consistent business model. It's consistently like this. It's not going to fix itself. Just like Falcon fans, they consistently support a team that has only rarely taken them into the playoffs, only rarely gotten to a Super Bowl. And I can remember a Super Bowl within twice in the last 20 years, right? Ten years and I was living in another community. Ten years and I live in this community. We went to the Super Bowl. That's a 20-year span. But at least try to validate. If you're going to, if you're going to make decisions based on an influencer or a source, at least validate what they're saying. At least take time. If go out there and look. She said she went to she's how we know she ain't just talking. Oh, wait, she checked in. <laughs> several times oh wait she did write a review right so you know don't just say we're not going there no go inside don't just take don't just take everything at face value yeah you got a right to be cautious about supporting 
um, Steve Harvey, like, oh, wait, he's done this, he's done that, because shortly after the Michael Jackson interview, uh, Radio 1 fired him. They're like, dude, you know, even though he had some of the best content ever, one of the best West Coast morning shows ever, had everybody, because this was at the beginning of when radio, when radio became online and started streaming, and you could listen to, even, even though we had, we only had that time, had like a couple of syndicated shows that black folk listened to, and, and Steve wasn't syndicated at the time. He was actually in California, morning show in California. But he was trying to get there. And, uh, and of course, you know, radio stations at the time were saying, we know we want to be local. We want to be local. And all these top acts, because the only thing was the only thing really syndicated at the time was the Fly Jock and maybe a couple others. No, probably just Tom Jordan, maybe at that time. But then everybody else was coming up in the ranks. And they were like, listen, you know, well, let's try it. But then you had radio stations that were... They're like, well, our loyalty is local. We we don't know how this is going to sound if we send you all over. So they begin to try it online. Um, and one of the great stations that I used to listen to in order to listen to this was uh, KBY. KB oh, he's going to get mad because I can't say it. But out of New Orleans, I can look it up. Hold on. Let me see. I ain't going to. I am not going to. Y'all know I can't remember this. Stuff. Hold on. It's, it starts. See, our radio station starts with the. Um, let me see, K Y Z. No, there's a B in there. K B Z E. I think that's it, cause it's coming up in my thing. Is that you? Is that you? That's him. Let me let me bring him up, y'all. Howard, my my good friend Howard, uh, down at K B Z E has been a, a dryer bus supporter since day one. Uh, so eighteen years, and he was one of the first to bring his radio station uh, and what he played on the airways fully online, which is why I was here in Atlanta listening to a New Orleans station to hear a West Coast morning show. That's how this thing went. Because when I wanted to find radio beyond Atlanta radio, at the time, I, I, when I started blogging, I was blogging. I had a blog post, a blog. I had a blog pretty much uh, called Inside Atlanta Radio, which is why I know a lot of the radio personalities and have the relationships with them that I do is because I used to blog. I was the one to tell you their stories and help you to list, find what, who you wanted to listen to when there were changes. I let you know, hey, this changes. Sometimes I was able to scoop some changes here and there and so forth. But when I wanted to listen to radio outside Atlanta, many of them were not yet online. But Howard down in New Orleans at KBZE 105.9 FM was one of, if not the first, to bring radio online uh, without all the, the, the strain and worry that the other places put us through. And so we could listen. He had, he had, um, he had Tom Joyner, um, and then I think, I, I don't know, I think he did switch to Steve Harvey. I think he switched to Steve Harvey when Steve Harvey came. I think they played Steve Harvey now. Um, but he had Tom Joyner, and then there was a good gospel uh, show that I think his wife had the gospel show came on after that. Then they had they had a show with a guy hosted that was in in from the NAACP, and that's why we were able to bring you guys all the information about Katrina. Like people were like, "Drivers, are you in New Orleans?" I'm like, "No, but my my source is. You know, here's the source." And I was like, people were trying to when people were trying to figure out how what was going on in New Orleans. I was able to to say to them, hey, listen, tune in, because they were online, and so even though they couldn't broadcast out of the studio, they were able to stay online because they, and, and connected 
simply because they already built up, they already had their online audience. So when things were going on in New Orleans, especially because people, a lot of the, those people were here and I was um, out helping organizations and telling them, listen, tune in, go turn on uh, KBZE so that you can keep tabs of what's going on because they, they stayed on the air and, and kept broadcasting, letting people know what was going on. Because a lot of people, even though they were able to evacuate, you know, they thought, like always, you know, you go to Atlanta for the weekend or for throughout the storm and you go back home. And then they realized they couldn't go back home. There was no home to go back to. And so they were able to tune in. And, and that's why you have to know all this. And so that's what I say, you know, you, you see a lot, especially now when influencing is such at such a high level, um, and we're right at, we're right at an hour guys. Um, when you when, check your source, I, I just need you to validate your source. Um, make sure that you're in the demo and you don't have to be in the demographic, but you want to know who's in the demographic because that tells you how it's going to spin, how it's going to skew and whether or not the information should be fully trusted, whether or not they're going to give you all the information or something at face value or something just to manipulate your emotions. So there are a lot of things out there that just want to manipulate your emotions because manipulating your emotions actually brings in the demographic that they truly want. Right. And so therefore you're not getting all of, you're not getting enough that's going to help you make the best decisions because they just want to make you mad because making you mad. Guess what? There's a lot of people that hate you. So when you get mad, they get, they get, they get all up in there. In, um, um, what do you call it? Hate, hateration or whatever, you know? And so therefore they benefit from y'all going at it, us going at it. We, we are going at it. So we know when you just check, just try to validate because when we don't try to validate things, especially out here, uh, at a time when we are the most connected, when information is coming at lightning speed, incorrectly, inaccurately, nowhere near accurate, uh, just enough to just be trying to manipulate people. We need to make sure that we are always at a point where we can stop and breathe and make sure that we are seeing what we are seeing. Because what we have found out by just taking three days that we're not actually seeing what we are seeing. You know, I say, did I just watch this? Did I just see that? I can't even see that. Right. You don't know what you're seeing because based on what you think it is, what you feel it is like there, you know, how something will go down your timeline and you're like, wait, go back. What was that? Right. And then you look at it and you process and you're like, oh, that's not what I thought. There's so much of that going on right now. It's not what we thought, especially when it comes to having anxiety to getting out of bed and waking up hungry. We have to, we have to face situations and in worrying about those situations, Every time, and everybody will tell you, everybody will tell you that once they decided to face the head on and come on through it, it was not as bad as they thought. It was not as bad as they thought. It was not as bad as they envisioned. It was not as bad as anybody said it was going to be. Even if, like, the Falcons lose today, okay? Arthur Blank done already tell you he ain't making no personnel decisions. Um, Dan Quinn done already said, you know, they, well, they, they made some personnel decisions. You know, and so forth. Even, listen, you got to get through it. You got to get through it. And it is 12 o'clock, so we're already on a countdown. I think they have a 1 o'clock start for football. I'm going to let y'all go and have y'all day. I'm going to go and since I don't have six um, mild with lemon pepper sprinkles, I'm going to go eat my tuna and spinach 
sandwich. I was trying to eat. I was trying to uh, partake in something yesterday that wouldn't give me an itis because I was trying to hang out last night and take care of all the sights and sounds that were going on in our beautiful city. And I wanted to, I didn't want to get the itis. I wanted to come home and, and sleep good and just get be absolutely rested so that I can go out and do it again today. Uh, shout out again to all of you that are celebrating pride. You know, we, we also talked about that, not pride, but we also talked about something that's going on with black women and black trans women. Um, there are some things out there trying to manipulate our emotions and, and, um, got us feeling like that having one conversation over the other, um, is dismissive to, to one and so forth. So we're looking at how and who should facilitate that conversation because we got it. We got to talk about it. We definitely have to definitely have to talk about it, but shout out to everybody celebrating pride. Shout out to everybody in town for the fest, music festival. I don't want to say which one because you might listen to this and it could be another one at a time. Um, just want to remind you that social media leads to a lot of backlash and lash back. That's a very small part of it. There is, it is still a most awesome and amazing. Will I ever tell you to put your phone away, put your phone down? No, I will tell you come away from your timeline because some of y'all have added some people you shouldn't even be have, shouldn't have all those kind of permissions, but validate the information that you are receiving. Check your own hypocrisy in this thing. Uh, cause there's so much of that. And that's what I think leads to the, so much backlash is because, you know, people are still out here trying to put out all these different facades without facts. You know, they want to look this way and look that way or be this and be that. And their true foundation is not there. And so they, you start, keep stacking that up. Look at that building that fell. Hard Rock, they said a Hard Rock was down there trying to rush this hotel um, for whatever's coming up. And look at that thing. That thing came tumbling down. Some people are missing. Many went to the hospital. The all, all kind of video out there that we are subjecting ourselves to, you know, wait, we got to wait to find out what went wrong there because that construction looks just like the construction, the cranes that's up in every city right now. I think we even got a, I don't know. Don't we have a hard ride going? I'm like, if, and think about that. That means that somebody should have put out an all call, um, where, where is it? OSHA? I'm trying to find the words. Think about it. Cause you know, one thing that they don't want on any construction site is errors. And if lives were lost, there, there's probably, cause I know the hard rock is, is building. I know, I think we do have a, a hard rock, uh, under construction or a plan for Atlanta. Um, so if they're, if they have taken some kind of shortcuts to try to b- do this expedient build and this thing came down like that, um, and, and, you know, and, that's, that's, that's sad and horrible. Those are families. Again, it's not just a viral video, y'all. It's not just a, some sound effects and, and people out there boomeranging and doing all this kind of stuff. Those are families. See, this is the thing that we, we don't get. Those are families right now uh, at, that are still at the hospital. Um, they said that some people are unaccounted for. You know, those are families that people went to work that day. Okay, and you know the world of construction now. That that means that it's not just America; it's other countries involved. You know, and not only that, there are people who are in 
uh, in c- completed structures right now that don't know if those constru- those those structures are safe and sound. You know, and, and look at downtown Atlanta. I mean, that stuff was built so fast and so furious, and and it's full of residential and and the number of people that live in these dwellings and these structures and so forth. You know, and you see them, and you look, you see them when they're being built, and you see that. Only a few of the floors and the stairwell is actually made of cement, the cement blocks and the good stuff. You know, the buildings, these buildings are not built with steel like they, they used to. And, and depending on the city that you're in, it only has certain codes. Oh, we don't have to do, we don't have to do those codes. That's California. We don't have to do those codes. You know, the windows that don't shatter and the, and the building that sways. You know, well, you got to imagine if they're building uh, something in New Orleans, you know, it's got to have be able to take on water or, or, or all these other things. Right. So there's various codes so they can skimp. It's like, oh, we only have to do these codes here, these codes there, you know, because they don't really have a set standard. Right. And that standard is probably not the highest standard. Right. Because you want that good discounted room. Okay, so you gotta gotta think about those things, but um, real sad, real sad thing to witness. If you check out the video, there's a video of the building coming down, but then there's some also some video that uh, from um, people who had the cameras in the cars, and then of course there was there was one video that was really particularly scary and reminiscent of 9/11 was. There's a video of people that were on a trolley, one of the trolleys. You know, New Orleans is famous for its, its having still having its trolleys, and the trolley was approaching the building, and the building came down in front of them, and they then had to evacuate. Uh, but they were walking in the midst of the cloud that looked like the 9/11 cloud, and you hear somebody says, "Don't inhale this, don't inhale, don't inhale this," because you know somewhere down the line you'll see these these people will be impacted by. God knows what. So, you know, we got to learn to think that these things go beyond the time it spends on our timeline. And that's something I've always tried to stress in blogging. Just because it's not in the news cycle anymore doesn't mean it's done. In fact, uh, we were all eyes have been on this Amber Geiger trial. I think there was also a sentencing in the stabbing of the young man in New York, is it New York or Chicago? I think it was Chicago where they, it was the a mistaken identity and a young man was, was murdered uh, in a stabbing uh, at a store, outside of a store. And people were upset that the store owner, you know, didn't help the young man and so forth or something to that. So that, uh, I think a conviction also came down in, in that case as well. seems like, Convictions come, you know, it's it's interesting which cases are getting convictions and which cases are not. Uh, again, some more hypocrisy. Got to validate these things. But you know what we got to do today, tomorrow, each and every day? You got to wake up hungry. Hungry for what? Truth, honesty, and transparency. And you'd be surprised how many people avoid that conversation. Um... I want to talk a little bit about hypocrisy. I'm not. We'll catch that on the other one. Just wake, wake up hungry for the truth. 
Wake up hungry for the truth. All right, guess where you're going to go and get some of that truth? Go over to Dryer Buzz and put it on your screen for those of you that are live. Let me tell y'all, the truth is we need you to subscribe. I need you to hit that. I need you to go to DryerBuzz.com. All we ask for is your email address. Continuously growing our email list and you'll find some fabulous stuff and uh, uh, information on our email list. If you, if you saw something go down on our timeline, it ends up in our newsletter. So you don't have to go and try to find it over here, find it over there. If you miss a podcast, you miss a video, you miss an interview, you, you know, or if you see it and you want to watch it again, right? Or you want to share it, the place to find it is in your email. It's in your email. If you open your email, if you don't open your email, then we throw you off the list because you're not going to be over here skewing my numbers. Okay. I got to have, I got to have a a certain percent open ratio. Everybody does. Everybody does. Um. I'll have to talk about that on the buzz of the bash. I can't talk about it on here. Some things that we, how we, we can talk a little bit, but that's how we, dis- that's how we create disadvantages for one another. You want to know, well, how come there are not enough women doing this or black people doing this and this and the other? Because y'all not coming up off those numbers. You know, that's why the mainstream gets this because they can, they can buy you. They can buy you. Um, basically they can buy you, you know? But if you want, we can buy you too if we get to the table. If we get to the table, but you can't get to the ta- can't get to the table without the number. So please go to dryerbuzz.com. I love when people say, you know, I've been following you forever. I, I'm on your email list. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell you. Let me give you a real receipt on this. I was in New York. Went to visit a friend in New York. We were in the crosswalk. We were walking in the crosswalk in New York. And a, a, a man and a woman stopped me in the intersection and said, aren't you Dryer Buzz? We follow you. Oh, my God, we're on your newsletter. We're on your email list. And, man, your emails. I'm like, we're having this conversation. in the, in the they, They're not on my social media. They're not, they don't follow me on Twitter. They, don't, they, don't, they, they literally said they didn't have time. You know, they love the blog. They didn't have time to go. But they, they signed up for the email newsletter. And while keeping them... Listen, it's real out here. It's real out here. So please go to uh, dryerbus.com and subscribe. Not only that, um, there are so many people. We ref- we make so many amazing referrals and, and support people. And uh, a lot of the stories that we do, a lot of people don't even know we're doing the story on them. Um, and so they always come back and they're so thankful for that. Um, we we just love sharing. And that's that's how... I woke up famous one day, not because I woke up and said, hey, look at me. It's like, no, look at them. Look at them. Look at this. Check this out. And uh, and if you want to wake up famous, let me tell you, if you want to wake up famous, yeah, you should get to know Dryer Buzz. Yes, you should go to DryerBuzz.com and subscribe. But so that we can go to your page and find the things that we need in order to tell somebody about you. Because that's when, when people call me and say, hey, Dryer Buzz, we're looking for this. We're looking for that. We're coming to Atlanta. want to do this. want to do that. You need the things that I need in order to show them. You know, I want to take them to your page or this, that, or your go send them your video. You know, when they want to interview this person or they say they want to film with that person and all those kinds of things. And then I go to your page. You don't have the assets for me to give them. Um, you can't wake up famous because I can't tell nobody about you. But if you want to wake up famous, you want to build all the things that you need for me to make the referral. If I have not jumped in your inbox about an opportunity and you're out there doing your thing, and let me tell you, go to ask 
dryerbuzz.com and let's get your stuff together, okay? If you have not had a photo shoot with a real photographer, okay, I'm mean, not not like the selfies and all those kind of things. Because let me tell you, this, this, these are things that, that validate you being serious about what you do. If you, your business card is not your book, like you don't have a, a nice printed, it doesn't have to be a thousand pages, something that you will hand out to show that you are truly the expert in that field, the meaning that you've done the research, you've written it, you've published it. Um, let me tell you. That goes so far a long way. People still to this day, like, I mean, I've, I've had your book forever. I use it all the time. I keep it as my curriculum and so forth and so on. Um, you've got great product out there and you've not brought in a photographer to take pictures of your product. Uh, all of those things are, are just a couple of the steps that you need to do. But to get all of the steps, all of the steps, go to ask dryerbuzz.com. I'm going to go work on the store a little bit before I head out. Or I may work on it as I head out. I don't know. I gotta, I, I'm more inspired. When I sit to the desktop, I find myself just staring at it. But when I'm out and about and I, I'm looking at the world and participating in the world, then that's when my creative juices flow. So go to askdryerbuzz.com. All right. I got one last thing I need you to do. Do this for me. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.